Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. We say this, but we don't say it often enough. We appreciate you listening to our show so very much and hope we share some laughs and some memories each and every week. Today, Scotty G joins me and we answer your listener questions, including a question from a first-time cruiser with Disney Cruise Line on whether to go with a five-night fantasy sailing with two stops at Castaway Key or to sail on a four-night cruise on the Disney Wish. You really can't go wrong, but we do have a definitive answer for this one. Where to watch some college football in the Disney Springs area. Experiences we missed from the old downtown Disney era at Walt Disney World. Speculation on when the Walt Disney World Railroad might come back. Celebratory meal ideas for Marathon Sunday and many more questions. We got a lot of questions and we have a lot of fun on today's show. As always, today's podcast is brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs. We're now booking fall 2023 Disney cruises. So if you want to sail in the fall of 2023, now is the time to book those cruises with Disney Cruise Line. Check out all the details over at the Magic for Less. Dot com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help us out. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all this podcasting possible. We could not do this without you. And our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. If you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you. Come on over. Patreon.com slash be our guest podcast ready to take a trip to the world you found the be our guest walt disney world trip planning podcast this is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage Welcome to episode 2126 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you. Hope your week is going swimmingly and that you're having just great success in everything you're doing. And let's have some fun. Let's answer some listener questions. Let's talk all kinds of Disney topics here for the next 40 minutes. And joining me today to do just that, it's your friend and mine. Hashtag Scotty G joining us from up in the mitten. What's up, Scott? You ready to tackle tons of Disney questions today? I am excited. This is one of my favorite shows, Mike, because sometimes I mean, you get an authentic answer, right? When you're not prepared for the question. You know, it's like an interview where you don't know what's coming. And I just, I love the listener question show and happy Wednesday. To you awesome week. The weather has cooled down like 20 degrees compared to last week. Loving the life here in mid Michigan. Yes. Thank goodness for cold fronts. Uh, they are a wonderful thing. It has yes. actually cooled off a little bit in St. Louis. So the grass got cut today. So that was very nice. And uh, also people have been asking about Ricky. She's been a little bit under the weather. She will be back. It's, a, it's weird because it keeps happening on Mondays. Um, but I did want to send a very happy birthday to Ricky, who celebrated yes. just a few days ago, a big milestone birthday. So uh, Ricky is doing well. She says, sends her well wishes. And Pam will be back next week for the shows with lots of intergalactic uh, experiences to share with all of our listeners. You know, when Pam goes on vacation, she just doesn't go for a weekend. Scott, I mean, how many times, you know, because obviously I deal with a lot of our listeners planning trips and just getting the listener questions. I mean, I, I talk to a lot of our listeners every day and you do. I, I need to keep tallies of how many times I get emails that, that start off with. 
I want to be Pam Forrester. <laughs> don't we all? I mean, you've said that too. I do. I don't get jealous often, but man, I do get jealous of Pam. But and she did tease us a little bit on the social media. And one of my favorite photos was the one of Steve and Chew- Chewbacca. Like, did you see that photo where like Steve's got that awesome like rebel hat or whatever? whatever. Was that the one where they were playing Sabak or whatever that yes. game is? Yeah, I mean, yes. like, like I mean, you know, it was almost like when I used to teach. Uh, it was like you know, Chewie was the instructor and he was over his shoulder giving a little. I'm like, yeah. I mean, does this? That was the most epic. Like, I almost wanted to frame it just to have a photo of Steve and Chewbacca in my house, and I still might do it. it was, yeah, I think I commented on the. I think I commented on the picture like perfect shot. Like, I mean, yeah, you, you can't was. get better. It's like Steve, a Wookiee, and like they're playing a game. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. And by the way, yeah. Steve is one of the most underrated photographers, videographers out there. He has got just killer skills at that. Also, Max, who's in our live chat from the Magic for Less, same thing. So we are yeah, very I mean, lucky. Not to be super pluggy, but like, you know, the Magic for Less, like Steve does a lot of those great like stateroom walkthroughs, you know, ship videos, things like that. So like definitely give them a look because Steve puts a lot of effort into those and they are really spectacular. All right, well, let's do what we're here for and let's answer some listener questions. Let's get to the first one from the inbox. Then we're going to hit some of these live questions because we have a ton in the comments. First of all, Sarah says, Hey, Mike, I found your podcast a few months ago and love listening on my runs. I've got an upcoming trip to Disney in late September, a first trip for my husband and two boys. They're four and three. I booked this trip knowing it would be in the middle of college football season. And we are diehard. They're in South Carolina. What kind of fans do you think they are? Are they Clemson fans? Yes, they are. They're Clemson (laughs) fans. So Mike Bankhead approves. Yes. Uh, And they never miss a game. So my husband and dad are already discussing how they could watch at least part of the game. Any suggestions on where we could possibly go to watch? We're staying at the Dolphin and have dinner reservations that day for Raglan Road in Disney Springs. Knowing you're a sports guy, I was thinking you'd have some ideas. Thanks, Sarah in South Carolina. All right. So they got to see the Tigers. And I feel your pain, man. I even have a hard time traveling to Disney during college football season. You know this. Like, I, Bama's playing, Mizzou's playing. I, I love college football. Like, if I wasn't married to Pam, I would marry college football. Like, that's how much I love college football. It is just amid the pageantry. Just the gloriousness of college football is amazing. But what would you say? So they have a reservation at Raglan Road. It looks like that night. So I have, an, I have a really good idea for them. I think we're on the same page, Mike. Okay, go um, for it. But I'll go for it. So, yeah, they're already at Disney Springs at Raglan Road. Going to have a nice meal there. Maybe throw back a Guinness, have a nice burger, maybe some fish and chips. Then I would make my way to Splitsville somehow because we were there, Mike, for when like Tom Brady took on the Buccaneer. Uh, not the Buccaneers, took on the Patriots. He was a Buccaneer. And it was like this big, like, you know, homecoming game for him. And you could see it. You could have it. You could be at any seat in Splitsville and you would have been able to see that on the big screen. And I just, we thought to ourselves, like, this is a great place to watch a game, right? So you might need a reservation somehow, but I would do, keep your Raglan Road for sure. But then just plan on going to Splitsville for appetizers or desserts or cocktails, things like that. So you can watch the the Clemson Tigers go after it. Yeah. The funny thing is that night that we went there, they asked us because we really didn't care. We weren't like, we weren't Brady fans per se. And we weren't, you know, like Tampa fans, you know, we weren't. They asked us when we checked in, like, do you have to see the game? Or like, are you here to watch the game? And we were just hungry. We, we, right. we just wanted something to eat. So we're like, we really don't care. Like, you know, just get us in. We'll be good. And the thing is, they, they took us to the place where I guess they thought we didn't have a good view of the game. Literally, we probably had six TVs we could watch. We, exactly. I, mean, I saw Tom yeah. Brady, like, out of every, like, everywhere I turned my head, there was a different way to see Tom Brady and the, and the Bucks in that game. 
So yep. I, I think you're going to be locked in. A second place, though, at Disney Springs would be City House. They have a lot of, uh, you can get apps and drinks there. And they have a lot of TVs and a lot of live sports there, too. And a third yep. place, though, now this is out of your way, but Rick's Sports Bar over at Coronado Springs would be a third option to think about. Now, that's going to be a little bit more difficult to get to and not where you're going to be by Raglan Road. But if you want to make a dedicated trip for a place to watch a game, that would be a good place to go. And wouldn't it be nice if there was a place called ESPN on the boardwalk to watch things like this? And they used to have, like, big Clemson ACC logos on the building until last I was going to say, Clemson was featured <laughs> on was the building. Say, I know, seriously. <laughs> because like, of the ESPN ACC, like, yeah, connection. Yeah. Right. Or if they just opened up a sports bar at the Odyssey and then you can park hop to Epcot and watch the game. Problem solved. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I don't I don't think you have a problem. Um good luck to the Tigers on that Saturday night. I'm I mean the Clemson Tigers always play in prime time, so I'm sure it's Saturday night is when the game is gonna be. Let's be real. Like I swear Clemson is always with that seven or eight o'clock kickoff on the East. So it should well, be a good time. Unless they're playing like Florida state or something. Cause that'll be a rollover, you know, yeah. so, just kidding. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Seminole <laughs> fans. This is not pretty lately. All right. Eric's got a question here. Hey, I have a question. I'm at wilderness lodge in February. My first time doing a deluxe resort. I plan on horseback riding. What else do you suggest at wilderness lodge specifically? I got a kind of a crazy one for wilderness lodge. Roaring Fork, the counter service restaurant at Wilderness Lodge is underrated. And also, everybody raves about Geyser Point, but make sure you have some time to go out there and just have a a meal at Geyser Point where you can sit out, enjoy the, especially in February. I mean, this is probably the best month of the year to be outside in Florida. Make sure you have a meal at Geyser Point, but Roaring Fork, and they they have really good cupcakes. They have just good food in general. Nobody talks about Roaring Fork, but I think it's one of the underrated counter service places. So, not really like an activity. But don't miss those two dining opportunities. What do you think about Wilderness Lodge? Yeah, I was going to go dining as well, Mike. So uh, Rowing Fork, yeah, is really great. What's fun about that, too, like if you're staying there, I know Eric, I don't think Eric is necessarily staying there. He's just visiting or doing the horseback riding. But if like you can order that poolside, you know, so you're at the pool or whatever. You bring out your phone. You, you do a mobile order, have some Rowing Fork poolside, which is always nice. But the big one, Mike, is Geyser Point. <laughs> like in February, like you're gonna get that like a nice like breeze off Bay Lake. You know, you sit, you got the outdoor seating. Even if you're not a cocktail drinker, just go out there, have a Coke, uh, maybe like an appetizer or something, and just enjoy the breeze and just the atmosphere is perfect. And I would just throw that in by doing a round trip to Magic Kingdom and back, even if you don't have a park ticket that day. I love that boat ride. Right. So, you know, hop on the boat, go towards Magic Kingdom. You go over the water bridge. You know, you come back. Like, that's a nice relaxing ride, if you ask me. Totally is. And Eric is staying there. He said he reminded us. So he will be there. So he's got plenty of time. And Tim has a great suggestion. Watch the electrical water pageant from the Wilderness Lodge. Great idea because you know you got to take advantage. You know, if you're staying at Deluxe, you got to make sure that you are there for those kind of an opportunity because – you know, that's why you're saying a deluxe. Don't be in the park and miss these kind of things because, you know, that, that's what you're paying for. So Maybe even go it. over to Four Wilders one day and explore that. I mean, you're, you're next door, basically. Maybe have a maybe have a hoop-de-doo or a Trails End meal. That could be fun, too. All right. Sean's got a question. When will Tron open? If the holiday sales are soft, I can see it opening in either November or December. I think we said this a few weeks ago. I'm still sticking with November at some point by the end of November. I think that's aggressive, but I think it could happen. 
What didn't you say December? I think I said December. I went the month after. I I said closer to Christmas time. But and then I said, well, when you think about Walt Disney World's pers- perspective, Christmas starts in November, right. so November could make sense too. You know what? Breaking news. Think about this. Okay, it was just 102 here yesterday. Mickey's not so scary Halloween party starts in two and a half weeks. I'm Are going to the first party. Actually, I'm going to the second party. So is that is that, is that right? Two and a half. It's like mid August, right? And it's I mean, yeah. At the end I of think July. my party is like August seventeenth or something. Or that's ridiculous. That's exactly. crazy. That Halloween is almost like starting at Walt Disney World. As hot as it's that's crazy to think. <laughs> I was thinking I've about been, So this will like hit the trifecta for me because I've been to October parties. I've been to September. I've never been to an August. Halloween party. So got to do it once. Right, Mike? Yeah. I went to September that one time I dressed up like Captain EO and I almost died because it was so hot. Oh my gosh. August. I just got, got to be with you. I hope you're not dressed. I hope you dress up. Are you wearing jungle, the jungle cruise outfits? Cause those were pretty cool, right? Those were not too hot. So I thought about the jungle cruise outfits. So the Andersons are going to be there in Beth. So we're thinking maybe we do like a group costume toy story themed maybe. And you can like I'm not going to wear that uh, that Woody costume that we ran the no don't <laughs> ran no. the 10k in. There's negative, no negative Ghost Rider. Do not do that. The Jungle Cruise outfits could work. I tell you though, the material is kind of thick, so it's short sleeve and shorts, but it's heavy. You know what I mean? So be be smart about it. You, you see how how the podcasters are falling here. I can't have you fall too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, but you got me like worried. That's two and a half weeks. I really got to start thinking about that. That's, That's soon. That is ridiculous. I thought about that on the treadmill this morning. I was like, oh, holy cow. I'll just fly you down. I'll just fly you down. Okay. We'll you yeah, work. Okay. Uh, Andrew's got a question here in the live chat. With all the changes that have gone on to Disney Springs, is there a store or restaurant that you miss? I was there as a teenager and loved Disney Quest. You know what? There is a store that I miss, and it's weird. It's because I'm... A, if you listen to Mike in the Midwest, you know this because this is one of the things I talk about many times. I'm a huge like retro person. I love the eighties. I have a retro Pac-Man machine here in the basement um, that has like Galaga on it, you know, Pac-Man and all these old Pac-Man games. So I love that kind of stuff, but I grew up like I was born in 73. So I grew up in the eighties. I grew up at a roller rink that my next door neighbors owned. I managed it. So I'm definitely a child. I'm always listening to eighties on eight on Sirius XM. That That's my jam. So, Looking back, one of the stores that I really miss, and it's weird, is the Virgin Mega Store at Disney, downtown Disney, because this thing was huge, and you could just go in there and buy like records and tapes and CDs. I don't know if you can buy records, probably not records, but it was just one of those things. It was like a giant, like Camelot music. I don't even know why you'd want to buy. Is there, I gotta ask you this kind of off talk before I get your take on this, something you missed. Is there some kind of psychology to when you're at Disney, you are more apt to buy things? That you wouldn't buy at home. It's the exact same item, right? Like right. when I'm at home, I'm like, yeah, I don't need that. But when I'm on vacation, I might buy it. So like CDs I would buy on vacation. Like I might buy, you know, some kind of artist that I like, like in downtown Disney. But if I was at home at the mall, I'm like, ah, I don't need that right now. Like there, there's some kind of like psychology to being on vacation yeah. where you you will buy something where you, same item you wouldn't buy at home. But anyway. It could be for home. souvenirs. So I think about like my dad and brother, like, they always watch the dog Oliver when we go on a trip and I'm really bad about like bringing something back for them. But when I think about it, I'm like, Oh, what can I bring them back? But like, they're not really Disney people either, you know? So like in that case, I could be like, Oh, well here's something I I can buy my brother a CD. Like I know he likes this artist. I mean, it has nothing to do with like where I'm at, like on vacation, but could it just be like, I can come back home and be like, Oh, thanks for watching the dog. Here's this new album. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, 
I feel like that could come into effect too. Like when you're thinking about souvenir shopping, you know, it's not necessarily for like where you're at, but that's like, true. oh, I want to buy for others while I'm on vacation. That's too. a good point. So is there a store that you missed that's gone? So we, so we, our first trip was 2011. And honestly, we didn't go to downtown Disney that much. We would go for like World of Disney and that was about it. So this seems, I don't know if I'm going to lose my Disney card here, but I don't really remember much the pre-Disney Springs era of downtown Disney. Um, I will say something that I wish I would have experienced though was the the Pleasure Island. Like I hear so many great that things. Was about awesome. That was awesome. Like, that was because that yeah. was like the perfect age for that. That was so fun. It was New Year's Eve every night. You go to the Adventures Club. You night. go eight tracks. You could go to this '80s club, and then they had a like a country club. Oh my god! And they shot. Could you imagine doing like night? podcasts, like meetups to oh, like man. to those like. Yeah. It'd be like being on the cruise. It yes. seems like to me almost. Yeah. Oh man, it was so cool. But yeah, Pleasure Island was awesome. I understand so where I would, it could be a problem, right? It could, I mean, because sure. you know, I used to DJ wedding receptions every Saturday night, and it was like 50-50 whether the cops had to come at the end of the night because people were drunk and there were fights. Like, because I was yeah, always DJing in like VFW yeah. halls. So I get it. Like Disney probably doesn't want to deal with that every night. And it's not always people on vacation there, right? It could be it was locals. locals. This yeah, is like yeah, my yeah, hangout right. spot, you know, and yeah. it could get it could get nasty. So I, I could totally understand why they got would have removed it. But man, I would have loved to experience that because everything I hear from people that saw it, you know, it just seems so awesome. But so that's something I miss in quotes. I didn't experience it, but I wish I would have been able to experience it. It was awesome, but it, you know, I'm not going to rub it in. All right, Nicole's got a question. Hello. Well, she says, uh, Nicole from Dallas, your colleague Carol is helping me plan my first Disney cruise next summer. Carol's nice. awesome over at the Magic for Less. Good job. Four nights on the Wish or five nights on the Fantasy that includes two stops to Castaway Key. This is what we're doing on Friday. This is going to be one of my questions. It's going to be very similar to this. So four nights on the wish or five night double dipper to cast away key. God, and I love the fantasy too. Oh, my head just exploded. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to throw it to you first. I'll let you do it. What do you think? My head is exploding. So I don't know Nicole's background. That's the thing. Like I need many, to know her background because I don't know how many Disney yeah, cruises she's it. done. Um, I'm going to say that she's done like maybe like three or four, you know, like <laughs> a smallish amount where maybe seeing the new, ship isn't like a necessity you know she's still breaking ground into the disney cruise line that's why i'm gonna go five days on the fantasy you get an extra day on a ship and you get to go to castaway key twice i mean i'm not saying it's a no-brainer but i always would take the extra day because the fantasy is a gorgeous ship we sailed it on a br guest podcast cruise we did a seven-nighter a double dip to castaway key on the fantasy five one extra night that has to be it, Mike. Like, would you go? Oh, it's first time cruise. Yeah, it's a first time cruise. Fantasy all the way. Do the fantasy. I 100% agree at this point. Now that we know it's her first time cruise, you got to take the longer cruise. The fantasy is an amazing, amazing ship. And two days at Castaway Key is, um, it, it, I'm telling you what, leaving Castaway Key is so sad because it's such a great island. You have such a great time. But it's the best when you're doing a double dip because you know you're coming back. Like, you know, yeah. anything. And you can do it one of those days chill, right? Yeah, like, exactly. It makes the like first day, the first day you're so chill because you're like, I don't have to do everything. I can just kind of chill out. And the second day you're like, I'm not even that stressed because I did some of the stuff the first day. It's a whole mindset thing. You're not in a rush either day. It's amazing. Double dips. And some, I mean, knock on wood, this wouldn't happen to you, but sometimes, you know, due to weather, they can't, they can't dock at Castaway Key and it just turns out being a sea day, but having that double dip gives you better chances of at least seeing it once. So I, yeah, 
I don't know what else more we can add because I love the fantasy. I've been wanting to get back on the fantasy since we did the podcast cruise. Gorgeous, beautiful ship. Um, you can't go wrong. Great restaurants. I mean, it's very similar to the dream, but uh, yeah, save the wish for another time. Do the do the five nights on the fantasy. Yeah, I would say the people that would pick the in that scenario, the people that would pick the wish, the four nighter, are the people that have sailed all the ships multiple times and need the new experience. Like you've done all the restaurants on the other four ships and yep. you've been, so you just want to see, you know, I got to be in that frozen restaurant or I got to check out those new stateroom layouts and so forth. You know, that, that would be the people I would say, okay, maybe go for the four night on the wish. Cause you need something new, which a lot of people are in that case. But if you've never sailed yep. this in cruise line, you are going to be blown away by the fantasy and you need more time. And that is a killer cruise. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Perfect. So when's the itinerary? Because like now, now I want to book it. Let's go. Okay, and uh, Heather is in the live chat here. Says hi, uh, hi from St. Louis. Go Cards, uh, future home of uh, Juan Soto here soon. Uh, thoughts on the new Magic Band Plus? Should the entire group get the new Magic Bands or just one or two people? All right, I'll jump in on this one. I would say just the Uber Disney fans can start with them. Here's the thing. These things are going to be available, I think. Now, I can't say because who knows the supply chains. It's 2022, people. But I would say the Uber Disney fans, they're really like, I, you know, going to get FOMO. If you don't have them, get them. But, you know, if the people that are just like, I'm just here to be on vacation. Like, I'm just came to eat ice cream and ride rides. They probably don't need them. But if they give a little FOMO, you could probably get them in the Emporium or on, you know, Hollywood Boulevard or wherever you are. You know, they might not be the exact magic band you're looking for, but I'm sure they're going to have some inventory of some colors. Places that if you want to get magic bands plus, and they, they launch today actually as the show drops. So I'm sure you'll be able to get them something. I mean, I have mine. It's actually charged right next to my foot. Um, just sitting there, nothing to do. But, you know, I think you could probably get them. But I would say the people that really are the, the hardcore Disney fans, grab them. And I don't, think, I don't think they're a necessity. I don't know. What do you think, Scott? Yeah, not a necessity. I will say that trip I'm coming down where, you know, we're going to go to Not So Scary. I'm going to want them. I'm going to my whole family's probably going to want them because we're like hardcore Disney people and we like to have the newer things, you know, so we'll probably end up buying three of them. Not four. The dog doesn't need one, but we'll probably end up buying three of them. And then we'll probably realize like, well, did we all really need them? Because like the games that you can do with them, like the, the scavenger hunt and bad too. I don't think all three of you really need them to experience that. Right. So I would say just one as a minimum. But if you're really into Disney and you like the keepsake items, then maybe the whole group would want them at that point. Mike's showing off the new one right now. Yeah, I'm Look at that, get, baby. I'm trying to get this thing to light up here. It was charged there, and it was lit up on the charger. Let's see here. I know it's an audio podcast, so it's not super It looks cool. cool. I like the one you got, because aren't there other... So Mike's has, like, the Mickey head, like, the Mickey symbol. But aren't there others? There's, like, a like a partner statue one with, like, Walt and Mickey, I think. Yeah. And there's, like... Yeah, yeah. The, Mike got the cheap one. Colors. This was the cheapest one they had. It was, like, uh, I think this was... It, I got it at Disney Springs. That World of Disney. It was, like, twenty five ninety nine with my AP discount. It just vibrated, so it did something. But it's not, oh, there it goes. It's kind of lighting up. See it? Oh, yeah. I see it kind of green flashing. Yeah. I don't know what it's yeah. doing. I mean, it's A-L-E-X-A enabled, so hopefully it's not like launching my garage door going up or something. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, they're cool looking, and they're not very big. You know, I mean, they're. it looks like it'd be pretty comfortable to wear, just kind of like the old Magic Band, so we'll see. I'll leave it sitting here and uh, see if it sends me messages yeah. or vibrates. 
All and right. Heather, being from St. Louis, made me think of a tweet you retweeted today. So Budweiser is going to have some cans for your favorite players. That's right. That's I don't awesome, drink, yeah, I don't drink beer, but there's going to be one with Wainwright and one with uh, Yachty. And if he gets uh, stops getting in trouble playing basketball down in Puerto Rico, uh, yeah. you know, we can get them back. And I'm, I'm going to buy those cans and just put them on. Show. And the hashtag was Best Bud, so I was thinking I might email Budweiser to see if you and I can have cans yes. of each other. That's what I'm thinking. Best Buds. Yeah. There we like go. The whole, they're going after the whole podcasting Disney audience, right? Yes. We can both be on a can. Perfect. All right, Tammy, a Clemson fan, speaking of Clemson. Guys, any personal speculation on when the Magic Kingdom train will be back? Saw the cast members were starting to train. She says, good pun there. I like that. Oh, i got to give her the bell like on that. Uh, can't wait. And I did see that tweet as well. Got to love the trains. And being on that train at Disneyland just made me miss the Magic Kingdom train so much. It was just, so much. we rode that train like nobody's business. And you know, Dude, we we did like six or seven straight stops. How cool would it be though if we if the Magic Kingdom train comes back and there's dioramas, like there's dinosaur dinosaurs, and you know that's not gonna happen. But we'll take the train. When do you think it's gonna come back? Do you think it's gonna be back prior to um, the launch of Tron? I don't think it's gonna be prior to. I think it's gonna be in conjunction with. I think it's gonna be the big announcement will come and be like, guess what's coming? Guess what's coming to Magic Kingdom? Tron's opening on this date. And it's also going to be the return of the train. And maybe they'll throw another thing in there. Maybe there'll be like a, a train cupcake of some sort. Who knows? Well, the Celebrate. cupcake will come. Yeah, there'll be a yeah. Doot, doot. Yeah, the, 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 the cupcake will be there. I'm speculating that the train will open prior to Tron. I would say because they're training the cast members and it's July. I'm guessing the train around Labor Day. Because if they can get the track run and get it all clear because they can still do fun because think about it they're going to have to have the train running while tron's running so the track is going to have to be clear i'm just trying to like connect the dots i would say labor day for the train because that would okay. be like a good gesture for like going into the fall they wouldn't be trying i don't think they would need to train the uh, cast members for the train this early if it's not going to be till december true that's a good point I don't know. well well, your Magic Band Plus, like when you walk by the train, go choo choo. Sure. Magic Band. I've always That's been je- I've always been jealous of your like DVC Magic Bands because they do stuff at the touch points. Mine just like let me in. They don't, yeah, mine's pretty much. awesome. It says "Welcome home" to me when I when I check in. Yes, and by the way, Chris had the exact same question in the live chat at the exact same time as Tammy. So, Chris, there's your question too. So, two for one. I'd like your answer though, Mike, because like, why would they be training already? Like, I don't think it's gonna take that much training um if it's going to be four months from now right so so you might be onto something i love that we're saying training for the train that's pretty awesome (laughs) all right let's see here next question is from sean we got a bunch of people together a few years ago and redid battle of the network stars oh wait this is just a comment from our our uh our uh, love boat comment one couple came as captain Subing and julie mccoy it was the best so there podcast cruise that's that's a podcast cruise come on board sean all right, Alan, our good buddy uh, from the Lizards, who has run every Walt Disney World, every Disney, run Disney marathon. Now, that's everyone, people, not just like, you know, the last five. He is perfect Disney marathon. Think about that for a second. That, 20, those are a well, lot. I guess it'd be 28, because we're, if we're about to do the 30th, we missed 2021, unfortunately. But then he did the, the Disneyland one, so yeah, so that's he's right. about to do his 30th. He, yeah. He's done the, the Disneyland marathon, which is, I mean, that's a unicorn right there. And so... You know, if you buy the swag for Run Disney, it always says every mile is magic or every magical mile. You know, they always have some kind of pun like that. And if you want to know if that's true, the person to ask is Alan. Because I've had a couple miles here and there that have not been as magical as the others. I'm just saying, like, every once in a while, not every mile is magical. But for the most part, I'll give him a pass. I'm just saying. So Alan asks, which restaurant would you celebrate post-race on Sunday 
in January? Because that's always an important place to go. We've done a few places, but where would you go if you had your, your druthers? So we've done a few. So we did Topolino's last year, which I thought, or this year, I should say. And I thought that was great because, you know, I love that place. Um, we've done Via Napoli before, which is really good. But one that stands out to me, Mike, and this is, I think this is going to be my answer because of the menu, the atmosphere, just like everything about it was the boathouse. I thought the boathouse was an awesome spot to celebrate. You just eat a whole bunch of rolls. You can get the flamings and the filet mignon sliders, you can get burgers, you can do seafood, and you can do a huge dessert at the end. Because you, after doing dopey or a full marathon, you deserve a huge dessert at the end of the day. But I will say, though, like, I'm more hungrier on, I'm hungrier on Monday. That's what problem. I was just going to say. I was just going to say, hot take for people that are not necessarily distance runners, is that you are not as hungry the Sunday but Monday, look out. Like the day after the marathon, you will eat anything and everything. I mean, Monday right. is where you will just tear. And that's when I travel home. So, like, I'm just destroying stuff at the airport, like at the hotel before I leave. When I get home, I'm going through Taco Bell and ordering, like, 10 of everything in the menu on the way. It's insane. Oh, yeah. Like, I always, thought it would be, I always thought it would be, the you know, right after the race, I need to eat. You're not typically that hungry, but the next day, oh, oh look out. Yeah. Do you have a spot though do, that you like? Here's the thing though. I like to have like something to munch on right away. So like a Mexican restaurant would be good because they bring you like chips and salsa. See, I like to be strategic. Like when I'm super hungry, that's why I like Mexican restaurants. You have something we like- We did Ohana one year too as a big group. I remember that. And that was remember? okay until they brought the bill. Then I almost say when it- that, that <laughs> almost did, gave, that You almost, did just about die. I almost had to like pay for, for yours. Like, right. Don't worry I mean, about it. Like, exactly. Congratulations. Like, the, 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 the dopey didn't give me a heart attack, but the bill at Ohana almost did. <laughs> so- I mean, it was a great meal with a ton of fun friends. It was, and it was really good, but it was just one of those. And the thing is like, you got to watch too, is that you're, especially if you do dopey, you're kind of exhausted at that point. And if you go to a place that really fills you up and is slow service, like sometimes you just don't want to sit that long. Like you start to lock up, you start to, when you sit that long, you almost start to fall asleep. Like you just, you want to make sure the meal is good, but you don't want to be sitting there for maybe two hours. You want to be like an hour, hour and a half, an hour. Do you think right. the same? I mean, you, a long meal can get you. Long meal can get you. And then you just get too tired. <laughs> like that bowl house meal, I'll never forget this. We took a, we, we split up our groups for some reason. Like I think the Foresters had a car. So like Mallory and Elizabeth and Emily rode with the Foresters. You, me, and Pam like took a bus. I don't know why we did it the way we did. But I remember I fell asleep like on a eight-year-old, <laughs> like an eight-year-old shoulder. <laughs> like remember, like I was just out, and then like I just woke up and like, oh, I'm sorry, thanks for the pillow. <laughs> it was kind of kind of awkward, but but yeah, like you're just so tired, and like I think eating eating is a challenge on the day of the marathon. It, it is. really is. It is. I mean, your body's just like, what have you done to me? Like just right. stop. Like don't. I will say though, I do have a tradition on Mondays when I stay through Monday. So after my first full marathon, me and the Martins, like Moose, Jocelyn, the girls were like, let's go to Narcoozies to celebrate this first marathon. That's and that became a tradition. The next year we did Dopey. We went to Narcoozies on Monday. We watched the college football because that's usually the night of the college football. And that's why I'm usually hauling game. home on the morning so I can get home yeah. by the football game in the evening. Yeah. Yeah, Where I'm doing the opposite. I'm in Narcoozies and me and Moose have it up on like one of our phones. And we're just like having surf and turf and watching the college football playoff. That's kind of a fun way to celebrate too. But if you do stay through, it's really nice to have like a nice meal, I think. Because like you just did a huge thing. You just ran 26.2 or 48.6 or even if you just did the 5K to have that big celebration meal, like it just pays off all the training and the hard work that you put through. 
I agree. And Alan's following up here. He says, let me just get this. He just popped it up. 2023 will be 31 plus Disney marathons, 27 at Walt Disney World, two virtual for Walt Disney World, one at Disneyland and the LA 26.2 and 95. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> if you lived in Orange County or LA, it was required in order to sign up for the Disneyland. Thanks for the input on the restaurant post race celebration. Find uh, let's see. Find the day after the race is Metal Monday and eat everything in sight. Hope to meet you guys. Really happy you enjoyed Disneyland and DCA. I can't wait to meet you, Alan. And you, really, you are an inspiration because, you know, I feel like I've run a ton of miles and I have a lot of medals on the wall. But then I look at you and you're like a hero because the miles and the stories you must have and the sneakers you must have worn out over the years. Incredible. So I love that. That's that's the thing is like our lizards have. You know, folks that are taking their very first 5K here in November, you know, for the wine and dine. But then you have folks like Alan that are here. So if you ever need any advice, you have people from all points of view. And like, you know, I could go to Alan and ask so many questions and get great, great advice. I love that. Yeah. And just be on the lookout for Alan's posts and the lizards because he will just post like, here's the the 1999 medal <laughs> from the, from the and like, and it's just, it's amazing to see the evolution of like how the medals were to what they are today. Like some similarities, you know, with Nikki as the theme, but like, it's just awesome to see like how it's grown over the years. It's, it's pretty, pretty remarkable. Absolutely. All right. Jacob says, not a question, but a comment. We go to Walt Disney World multiple times a year for long weekends in the spring and fall. This fall, we were planning a big family trip with my sister, her family, and my parents, total of 11. But after listening to the trip reports the past few weeks, we have made a major pivot and are doing a long weekend in Disneyland instead. The adults have all been, but none of the five kids, everyone is so excited. Well, I may or may not have on my Disneyland shirt uh, today as we record, because I'm still like on the high. Here, here's how I know when the vacation is officially over. So I am still, I'm still showering on smuggled H2O tubes of the body wash and the green shampoo. So I still have enough that I'll be going here for probably another few weeks. And then it's going to be officially over. So, yeah, I, I, I've been emailing with folks, you know, since I got back. And I, I you know, through the podcast, I hope you saw. And I, we've been getting great feedback from those shows. I fell in love with the place. I mean, I, I just, I, I didn't know what to expect. And I thought I would be. I really, in my heart, was like, I'm going to be disappointed. I'm not going to. It's not going to be big enough. It's not going to have what I like. Because I like the hotels. I like the boats. I like the Skyliner. You know, I love the feel of Epcot. There's nothing like that out there. And I, I didn't stop smiling for seven days when we were there. It was so awesome. I love to hear this, Jake. I mean, Walt Disney World's amazing, too. Don't get me wrong. I love going to Walt Disney World. But, I mean, it, it, I was so excited that it went the other way. It was not disappointing. It exceeded my expectations on all fronts. And you said it would, and I just I just didn't believe you. You wanted something crazy on a personal level. Um, <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day, like, on a walk. So every time we've cruised... That year we've gone to Disneyland. I don't know how that's happened. So it went, it went kind of backwards this year because I, we had the Disneyland trip planned. And then like I did a last minute cruise like out of nowhere. And it's just weird how that works. So 2023, Mike, I'm doing the BR Guest Podcast cruise. So maybe I'm making another hey, trip to Anaheim. In I'm ready, man. You know me, man. I've, I've been wearing my Disneyland stuff. Like this hat is special too. Yeah. I've got this exact same hat, but I bought this one. It's a duplicate. Yeah. Because I wanted to buy something on Main Street USA in Disneyland. So I got an updated yeah. Mickey. I love it. I love it. But that turns into a really expensive year when you go to Disneyland. I know. And tell Cruise. me. I know. Seriously. Gotta... <laughs> like, why do I do that? They should alternate years, not be the same year. It makes zero sense. Tell but, me about it. But I love, I, love the, I love the pivot. 
go to Disneyland. The kids are going to love it. I can't wait to hear it. I want to, I want to hear a trip report on yeah, that. That's totally awesome. get, get with me. Cause we got to talk. All right. Adele, who is tuned in live today as we record from Norway. And we're not talking in world showcase between Mexico and China. We're talking over in Europe. She says, hello, we are, let's see. Uh, wait, it's hidden behind the button here. So let me hit this. Uh, let's see here. Hello. My husband and I will arrive in Orlando, October 29th, staying off site this year. We are going on our first Disney trip, November 4th on the wish. I was wondering, will the Halloween party be worth the money? You're the Halloween party. I, I think it totally, the Halloween party is killer. Yeah. And you're coming Especially all this if you've way. never done it before. Yeah. And you're if coming you've all never this done way. It. You totally. Yeah. Go ahead. If you've never done it, you totally got to do it at least the one time I say, do it. Um, especially this year. Like, I mean, you'll have a better idea. Like, the thing is, though, you gotta kind of have to buy your tickets in advance, especially if it's gonna be that close to Halloween. Because the clo- my theory is, the closer it gets to Halloween, the harder it is to get that ticket because it is. people are more in the spirit. But maybe, maybe take a little bit of a chance and see how the first couple parties go, like how the review goes. I'll be on the show and I'll talk about it too. But I feel like with the return of the party, it's gonna be even more epic this year. That's that's just my thoughts, Mike. But speaking on years past though it's i think it's worth the value especially if you've never done it before you see people in costumes the booty you parade hollow wishes the like the fireworks like everything is awesome about that event it's just an awesome party oh and she follows up sorry in a, in a later uh yeah. comment here down below she says any tips for first time cruisers and we, I, i've actually met adele in 2019 and i've got my apologies that was all i do remember that because that was the day at the fourth of july i remember this day we had a meetup oh, on the fourth of july was epic I think it was, it was meetup, in japan yes. Dude, listeners came from everywhere that day. We met probably a hundred. We no kidding. On my photo roll, I probably have pictures of of a hundred different listeners. We took selfies with that day. It was insane. It was one of the best days for the podcast ever. It was incredible. I, what's crazy about that? Like very often, I'll see people um, post like uh, like a memory of that day. Like this is the day that changed my life. Like I met this friend and that friend. Like like how cool is that, Mike? That from the podcast perspective that you had this meetup, this random 4th of July meetup and people still talk about it years later about how they built like new friendships from it. That's, yeah. that was an epic meetup. That was sure. an epic meetup. And I'm so glad you came by. That was, yes, now I totally didn't see the comment below. So she's asking first time uh, advice, especially she's going to be on this brand new ship. Never sailed Disney cruise line. You know, I say, so you're going to go to the Bahamas on the wish. And I hate to say this, but stay on the ship in Nassau because you're not going to have a lot of time on the ship. And this ship has so much going on. I would say to just stay on the ship and I would all my biggest advice for folks that haven't sailed do the little things, you know, of course you're going to want to do like the aqua mouse and all the, you know, the big stuff that you can't miss. Obviously you're going to want to do the adult dining, but I'm telling you what the stuff that I come home and have so much fun are like the, uh, the trivia games, you know, the eighties trivia, the, the go watch the diaper dash. Even if you don't have a kid, get involved in the cruise director staff activities, the small venue stuff that has like 50 people, 25 people that are in the bars and in the lounges and stuff that happens at two 30 in the afternoon. That stuff is so much fun. And you really get to kind of know your fellow cruisers. I love that stuff. So what advice would you have, Scott? You, you know me so well, Mike, I'm going to say very something similar. Like, doing the, those small things are so fun. Like, look at the, look at the plans. I mean, the, the agenda is going to be so full with so many things that, that overlap, you know, so you kind of have to pick and choose, but you know, if you love eighties trivia, go for the eighties trivia, do that. You're going to mingle with other guests on the ship. You're going to have a great time. The host of these shows are just phenomenal. They they're, they're funny. They're entertaining as heck. 
go to the D lounge and just watch some karaoke, you know? <laughs> like, even if you don't do the karaoke, it's so much fun to watch a stranger just make a fool of themselves on stage. And every now and then, you'll see a superstar. Like, on our last cruise, this guy did this song from Hamilton, and, like, I was just blown away. Like, he he didn't even, like, read the lyrics, you know? Like, he just had it all he's memorized like, no, no, and was, like, I dancing with him. it. He takes the monitor and he's like, whew. It's like yeah. it's like it's like a Luke on on, a, on the original Star Wars. He turns off yeah. his targeting computer. Don't need it. That's a, so that's a goal of mine on like the <laughs> wish is to go up and say, "Give me a random song on shuffle and no monitor, and see if I can do it." <laughs> that's what I want to do. But yeah, Mike just hit it like, and especially with NASA. Like I know you're going on these cruises and you want to like do the excursions or visit the you know the different destinations. But to me, a lot of the time, especially on a new ship like the Wish, the excursion is the the ship, you know, exploring the ship, you know, doing all the fun games on there. And I would you probably see a lot of people doing the same thing, though. So the ship will probably be a little bit busier than you would think it would on a, you know, on a on a day like that. But just just enjoy the ship as much as possible. Yeah, totally. Great advice. Just have a good time. It was incredible meeting. And thank you for listening to the show. And you do not know what that means to listen to the show over in Norway. That is so that just. Again, my dad is a radio DJ, grew up in radio, and he was like, everybody in St. Louis can hear me when I DJ. I, and I go to my dad, and I'm like, everybody on the planet can hear my podcast. <laughs> can we just call him tonight and be like, yeah, I was talking to somebody from Norway. Yeah, that is love. It's like father-son thing. You know, it's so cool. All right, real quick. Man, we're, great questions today. We got another one from Brooks. Just Scotty G, a question for you. How do you train between race weekends when you have eight to nine weeks? If I run my first half marathon during wine and dine, how do I remain steady for marathon weekend? You know, cause I, I'm just an idiot and I just do the same thing every single day. So I don't really have a training plan unless you just want to not be able to like walk cause your knees hurt so bad. But yeah. so what do you, yeah. what, you some, something. So I've done, that. so I've done that before where I'm doing, so I don't know, Brooke, if you follow the Galloway plan, cause that's the, the plan that Joe always posts in the chat in the lizards group. And I think that's a really good plan. I think it's kind of crazy to do the 26 mile run. Like I would skip that. If I'm going to do 26 miles, I want to, <laughs> I want to get the medal for it. You know what I mean? But so I would follow that plan and wine and dine fall always falls in a weird spot where it calls for like a 19 mile run or like a seven. It, it always calls for a longer distance than what you're doing that week. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that's going to mess with you too much. Just, you know, do wine and dine, do it as what it is expected. And when you come back, just pick up the longer distance on your next training run that the, that the plan calls for. Um, you're not going to see much of a significant difference there. You're, you, you'll be well-trained already for the, for the, for the half at wine and dine. Then you just pick up the distance when you get back, you do plenty of walking in between and all that. So I think you're going to be good on the distance. Yeah. I always say, if you follow those Galloway plans, you're fine. And you don't even have to hit the exact numbers on the long run. Exactly. As long as you're in the ballpark, you're going right. to be fine. Because like, I always say Disney, like running at Disney is going to get you an extra four miles. I know that seems like a crazy number. That's why I like 20, 21 to 22 is always my magic number, like two to three weeks before the full. If I can hit that, I know Disney and Mickey Mouse is going to carry me for the rest of the way on, on race day. Uh, Tammy, our Clemson fan, Tammy Tigger says, Mike, are you seeing any good hotel rates, good times to book a night or two in the fall? Right now, man, availability is getting super tight for the fall. So not seeing a ton of great, you know, like discounted rates. I mean, I'll be honest, like I was looking for somebody right before the show, October 15th of the 20th. And for that range of dates, the only thing on property that showed availability was Animal Kingdom Lodge Villas, a one-bedroom Savannah View at Kadani Village. Because I just wow. did that right before we started recording. And that was it for all of property. So I'm just saying. Everyone's celebrating yeah. my birthday that week, exactly. apparently. Yeah, so 
I'm just saying, if you want to go down this fall, I would book and then again, hope for discounts to be released. But again, Disney needs unoccupied rooms for the incentive to release discounts, but you never know. And again, you can cancel packages up to 30 days with no penalty and room only is up to six days with no penalties. There's no risk. So book and then hope for discounts is my best advice. All right. Paul's got a question. Uh, let's see here. I've only ever been on a cruise pre-family. Do the Disney ships have staterooms for a family of four? I remember our cabin being tiny. <laughs> this was like 12 years ago. Okay. So here I got back to the love boat. <laughs> When you watch the love boat, are those cabins not like the size of like a master bedroom in your house? Like I'm like, yeah. dude, they're there's humongous. People, there's people running businesses. Like I, I was watching one the other day. This lady had a typewriter. She was like traveling with her boss. They had a whole like corporation working in her stateroom. Like, dude, the staterooms are never that big ever. I mean, unless you're like traveling concierge and you got like a one bedroom. Anyway, good news. Disney Cruise Line was built for families, and not only do they have staterooms, most staterooms, almost every stateroom will accommodate four. They have what are called family staterooms. So if you see the, the word family in the description, those are specifically built for families of five. So they are very large staterooms that have accommodations that will comfortably fit families of five. Very large in quotes. I mean, you still feel like you're going to be on top of each other. That, that, like, but, they're not that but bad. But it does accommodate it, though. They're not that bad, honestly. They're not tiny. Because I think back in the day, like, staterooms used to be tiny, tiny. Now I think they're, because I mean, we traveled in a, I mean, we did an 11C as a family of four with luggage for 12 nights. We did back-to-back -back cruises. We did seven night on Freedom of the Seas with Royal. And we did a five night on the Dream. And we did an 11C. And th that's with three girls. That's with yeah. like two girls and my wife and myself. And we didn't kill each other. I mean, we, and that was a small, small state. That's the smallest on the ship. And we were, we were still alive. But, I mean, if you book, like, a veranda stateroom for a family of four, you are going to be fine. I, yeah. Disney books these or builds these with families in mind. I Totally not a problem. Do we have time for one more? Let's Okay, let's do one more because Chad's here because we're about out of time. I like this one because we don't have it. Who knows? Chad says, any guesses on springtime surprise theme? And when will they announce it? Do you remember when they announced the theme last year? I can't remember. I don't remember when they announced the theme, but... As you know, Mike, I, I was talking to you a little bit last week, like, oh, man, I might I have a DVC room, but I always run out of points, you know, so maybe I might want to book a room for springtime if I decide to do it. And I remember looking at the Run Disney site, and I think registration's in like two to three weeks from now or, or a month. It's, like, it's, it's within a month, I feel like. So they got to announce something because I don't want to register for something and not know what the theme is. But here's the thing. Did they theme. announce the theme before registration they did. last year? Okay, they did. That's, I didn't remember that. And so Run Disney, though, last week, like, put out a thing, and it was like, you know, happy anniversary to the Tower of Terror. And I thought yeah. for a split, you know, for a hot minute, that that was going to be the theme for the weekend again. You know, I thought, oh, it's the Tower of Terror 10-miler again, because I thought they were I thought they were teasing, like, the Tower of Terror 10-miler race. And I thought, oh, they're, yeah. which I, would you, okay, so say they come back in the spring surprise, the longest distance is that they bring back the Tower of Terror 10-miler again. Is that, is that a... Is that good for you, or is that something you're disappointed in? I, that's a great question. Like, because my thought is springtime surprise. I like to be a, a different surprise. <laughs> yeah, surprise. We're keeping <laughs> it the same. Yeah. <laughs> but, and it doesn't have to be like old races. So I've talked about this so many times. Like, I wish they would do like an attractions themed weekend where they did this for our virtual series one summer ago, too, where you do like a haunted mansion themed race or whatever, and then you get a haunted mansion metal at the end you know and they could just be like your typical like 
10k that you do through epcot or whatever i mean it doesn't have to go through the magic kingdom or maybe it's an epcot themed race but i would just love to see more attraction themed races but one thing i'm just gonna throw out there is just just to be funny but i would love to see for springtime surprise maybe do the same when we talk about things things i mean we have an uncanny seriously way to make things happen so and i think mike scopa maybe even said this years ago maybe that's why i have this random idea in my head but like do the springtime surprise weekend that you did last year, but run the races backwards. Like run them in like, like, you know, where you finish the race is where you start this time just to have it like reverse. Like, I don't know. Like I always thought that'd be kind of fun to do the marathon, like with the reverse course would be kind of fun to do. But not run backwards. You're not, not run back. My my calves are burning. Just thinking about that. (laughs) You're not going to run backwards, but you know, instead of like, exiting magic kingdom over by splash mountain you enter magic kingdom over by like splash mountain backstage like you just run the course reverse basically i like that idea but i like the idea of attractions best because like how are you missing because the folks that are run disney folks are i would say 85 percent like hardcore theme park attraction nuts and how cool would it be to have like, you know, like you said, like a haunted mansion medal, or you know, like a big yeah. thunder medal, or and, that could, and that's, like that. in a way that's kind of what they did last year. Like you had the Expedition Everest five k, like that race came back, the race for the taste, but it was like Ratatouille Remy theme, so you could kind of tie that to Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, then Tower of Terror. So maybe just do something similar like that, but give us three different attractions. Because I think the medals that are looked like an attraction, like the Tower of Terror one, is so much fun to me. Like I love that medal. Um, so Me I don't too. know. I mean, the characters are fun, but like, I want something like attraction based. Right. Cause you're there. It's like the destination, you know, it's like mm-hmm. you run the Chicago marathon. It's going to have the skyline of Chicago. I mean, but it, yeah. you know, when you like for, I think they announced the medals for uh, wine and dine. And I mean, they're cool because it's got, you know, the guy from soul, which I mean, that yeah. that's kind of a cool yeah. metal. Like that's cool, but it's like, it's the movie. It's not, it's not the, the destination. Yeah. Like you're not, it has nothing. I mean, it does have, it, it's got a tangential, uh, relation to walt disney world but it's not like you know it doesn't show like where i ran the race you know it's just like it's the disney brand it's it's like a here's disney an idea property. too i just i just thought of this so you know how they do the virtual 5ks maybe springtime surprises is going to be like 5ks but it's through the park so you do like a 5k magic kingdom run and it's like the castle is the metal or something or you do like a, a 5k at night because i don't want to run through this area during the day because it's so blazing hot but what if they did like a typhoon lagoon 5k where you run through the parking lot at night a little bit because they do the h2o glow nights and then you run through the park a little bit i'm sure they could find some kind of 5k course with the park in the parking lot then you get like a you get like the ship or whatever from like the theme of like the icon of typhoon lagoon like that would be cool too but see here's the thing i didn't sign up for for spring surprise until the very last minute and i'll be honest the reason i didn't was because they didn't have a race further than 10 miles like i told myself i'm on the opposite like it, it like if I was going to travel all the way to Florida, I wanted to yeah. do at least a half marathon. Like, cause it's just yeah. like, that's just my thing. And, I know that's your thing, but, but I mean, that's I, not I, everybody's I, like, thing I, I know it's not, it's not, but I mean, I hope that maybe they'll throw in like a five, a 10 K and at least something that the 10 miler was a good compromise. Like the, I, finally I was like, yeah, I like the 10 miler. I can do, I can do that, but I hope they at least have a 10 miler, like at least have something that's, that takes a couple hours. You know, because I just yeah. I, it, like a 5K is over so fast. Like, I want to, you know, if I want to get up early and do all that stuff, I want to be out there and have a good time. For I a know. While. 
But like a person that can't do more than 5K never gets a chance to do like one of those challenges. So that could be a way for them to do a that's challenge. That's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. And you think about in April, it's so hot. That's like, true. Yeah. That's probably why they reduced it to a 10K, yeah, right? No, because like probably, no one yeah. wants to be passing out. Right? <laughs> that's true. So, that's true. Who knows? So, yeah. Like, either way, like it's going to be fun if if they put a 30 mile run out there. It'll no, be fun. Yeah, no, <laughs> just stop that. I'm not that stupid. It's like, yeah, I had a guest today asking me about, you know, getting ready to book a trip in October. And she was worried that it was going to be too cold for her kids to be swimming. And I was explaining that, man, I've run races at Walt Disney World in November and people are falling out because of the heat left and right. right. I was like, your kid will be able to swim in October. I promise you. For one thing, the pools, the pools are heated for what, you know, don't have to worry about it in, in general. But I'm telling you what, in November, it's blazing hot anyway in Florida. So, yeah, it's fine. But great, great question. So, you know, we'll have to see. So we'll probably get the announcement here in the next 48 hours of what the, uh, what the theme exactly. is. That's how it happens. And then we'll talk about it on Sunday night's live show. <laughs> <laughs> That's how things happen around here. All right. Well, thanks for the amazing questions. Hope you enjoyed our show today. We love answering these. Hope you can tell we have a good time with this. Uh, and we'll be answering your questions again next Monday. We record these shows live. So come on over on Facebook and YouTube around 545 Eastern. Typically, we went a little bit early this week so we could grab some dinner early with our families, maybe because we were available. But uh, we'd love to have you join us live in the chat. It always makes it so much more fun. Uh, don't forget, today's show and all of our shows are brought to you by the great folks over at the Magic for Less Travel. They are our official travel agency, and uh, we'd love to help you plan your next Disney Adventure, whether you want to run a race down at Walt Disney World, just have some fun for a great weekend out at Disneyland, sail the Disney Wish or any of the other ships on the Disney Cruise Line or travel the world with Adventures by Disney. The agents are standing by right now to help you plan an amazing Disney trip for the lowest cost possible and you'll get first class service from the time you fill out that quote form. So we'd love to have you join us. So come on over at themagicforless.com, fill out that quote form, mention the show and we'll take care of you from there. So again, check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Dot com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help us out. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all this podcasting possible. It's because of your support. And our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. So if you'd like to join us, please, we'd love to have you. Come on over to Patreon.com slash be our guest podcast give scott a follow on the social media he's at epscott e-p-s-c-o-t on instagram and twitter i'm at be our guest mike i'd love to talk to you this week as well and of course join us this sunday night seven o'clock eastern six o'clock central we'll be taking your calls and talking disney so uh come on over give us a call it's your show last week was crazy and this week probably the same we'll have a good time i'm telling you what don't miss this thursday show tomorrow the replay I mean, we, it's Mike versus the Mockingbird. We have a snake that jumps out and calls Wade's name on one of his runs. I'm telling you what, it's just a show not to be missed. So, and we get a little college football talk. It's a little bit of stuff for everybody. So don't miss. I mean, I, I know that the, the live calling shows are a little bit different. They're not for everybody. But I'll tell you what, tomorrow's will be worth your time. So just make sure you download it and listen. All right, so we'll be back again on Friday. We're going to play Tough Disney Choices. I love these shows. Because they're tough and they're Disney choices and they're fun. So join us for that and play right along with your family as you maybe take a road trip over the weekend. So for Scott, I'm Mike, wishing you a great Wednesday. It's time to get back to work, but stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.